Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win on a blood sport Sunday. I'm joined by the champion of the Kumite, Garrick Wright. So it's a reference to the F- XFL? <laughs> no. <laughs> reference to the great 80s movie that we just watched. Yeah, it, w- it was very good. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, do you want to talk about his ass? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he has a very... He had a very good body, you know. He did. Um, I think it also helped his ass was, of course, muscular, but it was smooth and there was no hair on it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's like one of those things to think about, like, hey, maybe I should really, you know, get in gear and, and go to the gym and eat yeah. better. And, you know, I could, I could look like that, but it's like, no, I mean, I'd still be all hairy and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to be manscaped. Yeah, which seems like an ongoing process. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah. I think there is laser hair removal or something where you could get like the follicle or like, just taken out. Uh yeah. I've actually had that done. Oh. Um for well, okay, those are your balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maybe you don't want to share. <laughs> no, it was, it was actually on my posterior, uh for Oh that yeah. Yeah, the pylonidal cyst. Um and uh, they said that it, it's due to uh, hair follicles, um, you know, ab- forming an abscess, and so yeah. by getting some hair removal going uh, there, I, you know, I haven't had any uh, any issues in ten years since I've had oh, that good. done. Good, good. Um, but yeah, so I've had laser hair removal on my ass. <laughs> See, you know, you're just all you can do is work out and get a tan. You look like Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> We're a little ways away from that. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, Garrick, we're going to be talking about Chinese spy balloons, train derailments in Ohio, mm. Ukraine, Nikki Haley, Demar Hamlin, the Super Bowl, the brother Nathaniel, all sorts of good people on today's podcast. Oh boy, is it going to be in that order too? Oh, man. <laughs> Do you want me to reverse the order? <laughs> well. Why don't we uh, start with this, Garrick? Um, we hear about a balloon that's floating over the United States. We're told it's a, eventually, we're told it's a Chinese spy balloon. And it's over the United States for a couple of days. Eventually, the U.S. military shoots it down over Myrtle Beach. It falls <laughs> into the Atlantic Ocean. And then a couple of days following that, all of a sudden, all sorts of balloons are now in the sky. Yeah. And we're shooting everything down. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, I mean, I know that we don't particularly like for Biden, but politically, I mean, how embarrassing that they let the balloon fly over the country for a couple of days before shooting it down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that uh, the narrative is, is that he wanted to have it shot down, but the military said, let's do it till... Let's wait until it is all, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Let's wait until it views everything. <laughs> um, you know, the problem is they lie, they lie every time they say anything, so you right. don't really know what's real. Right. Um, and, yeah, I just I don't really know what to think. It's so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people say, well, they didn't want to shoot it down because it could have anthrax or something, which... 
okay, maybe. Um, and it's like, well, they didn't want to shoot it down because if they shot it down, you know, on the land, someone could pick it up, you know, like a civilian could pick up the stuff that maybe the government wouldn't want them to have. Um, yeah. yeah, the government could have been, you know, they were tracking it the entire time, so they could have been there right. prepared to... You know. Right. Um, I just think, you know... They could have shot it down while it was, you know, over... I mean, it went over the western plane. Right. So, I mean... <laughs> and I just say a balloon? Like, what is this, the 1800s? Yeah, sounds like total bullshit to me. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't imagine that that's a Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> what were the Chinese getting? Like, what... They have access to everything that we do anyway. And right. They have been in with the President of the United States. They're going to float a balloon for surveillance <laughs> over in the country. I mean, right. seems ridiculous. It seems like something Kim Jong-un might do. <laughs> now, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, of course, the next couple of days, as mentioned, we all of a sudden different things were being shot down, and I guess... One of them was a a used car lot balloon or something that they shot. <laughs> they used a they used a jet to shoot down a car used lot balloon. Uh, <laughs> um, just embarrassing, so embarrassing, and I I just think I uh, just politically like you're the president of the United States and you just allow the balloon that's a spy balloon to to go over the country before you shoot it down. I mean, just so weak. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it wasn't good. But you think if let's say just say it was made up, like it's not really a spy balloon. Like who who leaked this? Like this couldn't have been helpful for to Biden, I don't think, right? Now, uh, yeah, some folks I have have postured that uh, it's to draw attention away from other things that are happening. Right. Um, and I, I guess maybe uh, you know it does give some. You know, we're talking about aliens now, and right. you know stuff like that, and so it, it's um, <laughs> right. Which you know we've been kind of talking about uh, UFOs and and such mm-hmm. for a uh, few years now, and yeah, it's funny because uh, people that I respect, like Tucker Carlson, have talked about uh, right. You know, the UFOs and, you know, people in the Navy have said, we don't even know what this thing is. It's right. something we've never even seen before. And my uh, my mom has uh, said, this, I'm sorry, is BS. <laughs> <laughs> they want us to pay attention to that stuff and not to what's really going on. And it's like, yeah, that's probably the most likely thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, things that are going on that they don't want us to pay attention to. One of the things is a train derailment in Ohio, a toxic dump now uh, throughout a whole town. Uh, the water supply is contaminated. Even uh, there's videos of this, even though the politicians don't seem to be taking it seriously. Uh, of course, Peter Gay Gay Buttigieg, <laughs> our transportation secretary. Boy, if there's anyone who's done like a really bad job, whether he could do anything or not. I mean, it's just sort of comical how bad he, yeah. transportation has been. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things you never heard about, you never thought about, you never had any respect for, because <laughs> right. for the most part, things run on time, and I don't know, yeah. 
they don't yeah. do anything. And it's like, wow, you are really bad at this. <laughs> right. Right. Like, I don't think I could do any worse as the transportation secretary is Pete <laughs> Buttigieg. Yeah. But it's not just Ohio. There's trail derailments all over the place. Yeah, I think I saw... And one in Michigan, too. And Michigan, I think maybe even Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of strange. I guess when it uh, rains, it pours. Yeah, it's... I don't really know what to make of it. I mean, trains... I guess they're useful for transporting things when they don't derail, but I don't, I don't really think about them. Exactly. I, I don't <laughs> think about them. Apparently Warren Buffett's really in, has, you know, trains in his portfolio, and it's like, I guess trains really, you know, they do transport a lot of things. I'm like, huh, I, I just, I don't even think about it. Yeah. Um, I think about semi-trucks, I think about planes. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and that that's going on. Um, just as a sidebar to that, every now and then to go to different places if I'm traveling, I look at Amtrak to see if I get there by train. <laughs> <laughs> and I, think, I think last time I was trying to go out to, well, to Myrtle Beach, and that would take me like 36 hours, and Vegas was like 52 hours. I'm like, wow, you're so inefficient. It's funny. Wow, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah. Really, the only place you can go to is New York. Yeah. And if you're in New York, you can go to D.C. or Philly. But, like, you try to go to different places beyond the East Coast, it's, like, a joke. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it can't be can't be that bad to, you know, it's, I understand it's government and all that. But yeah. it's like, yeah, if it's, say it's an eight-hour train ride, it's probably not that bad. Right. Sounds like maybe you could only get from here to Boston or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to New York and then you know, Boston, D.C., whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I've been on a train once. And you could drink on the train. You could have snacks and stuff. And okay. That's nice. So, well, I don't know what's going to happen with the people of Ohio. I mean, uh, it, looks, it looks pretty bad, and the governor doesn't seem to care, and Joe Biden doesn't seem to care. So. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. It's like, and nobody in the climate activist right. circle seems to care. Uh, yeah, you think they'd be all over this? Yeah, I mean, where's John Kerry? Where's, uh, <laughs> where's Al Gore? And yeah, they don't where's care. Greta Thunberg? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're like, oh, we don't want to die from that. So right. Stay <laughs> we'll the hell away from that. Yeah. Bunch of Republicans, anyway. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why there's not a big news coverage of it. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully things get okay there. Well, another thing that the government doesn't want us talking about, which is kind of a story that hasn't gotten much publication at all, and I had actually forgotten about it, but back, I guess last year, there was a story that there was a pipeline that went from Russia to Europe that blew up under the ocean. Uh, the Nord Stream. Right, and the people had said, well, the Russians blew up their own pipeline. And yeah. It was like, oh, that's kind of weird, okay. But then the story kind of went away. Well, they're, now we know that kind of what really happened is the U.S. government blew up the pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, people I listen to uh, positive that at, yeah. <laughs> uh, at the time. And it's just, like, you realize you blew up Russia's pipeline? Like... 
What? Like, are you trying to cause a nuclear apocalypse? Uh, that seems that way, yeah. <laughs> Do they think they're going to survive the nuclear apocalypse? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe they have a bunker underground with sex parties and drugs or something, and that's yeah. how they're going to live. We're all going to be in Copenhagen anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, that's like a huge story, man. Imagine if the Russians blew up, I don't know, well, we don't have pipelines because it's environmental unfriendly, but if they blew up one of our oil refineries, like... Yeah. It's nuts. And Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Republicans, says it's the most important thing in the Ukraine war is the most important thing in the world right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> I mean, if there's every reason why Republicans don't win, just show that clip of McConnell saying that Ukraine is the most important thing in the world. I still don't, I don't even know what's going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I could not care less about Ukraine. Right. <laughs> and I guess that uh, Zelensky was uh, like a gay model or something. Or oh, was he? <laughs> uh, maybe not gay, but he he modeled and he looked kind of fancy. And, oh, Lord. Ugh. Yeah, that's... Well, anyway, I have to say, if, you know, the Russians have probably shown the most restraint of anybody. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I have heard that you know they are, their military, their conventional war, um, capabilities are really not very good. Um, I, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I know, of course, that they have the most nuclear weapons, and that's right. basically all the leverage. Of course, once you. Um, deploy that uh, option, then who knows what happens. Right. Um, it's possible that China, you know, being so close that they have talks with uh, Putin and, um, you know, have a lot of leverage with him. And, um, right. But, um, you know, I think I did read today that you know, Ukraine is really not doing very well uh, in this whole war thing, and that it's really just a matter of time uh, before yeah. Putin takes over. So, yeah, as well, the U.S. let's keep sending a hundred billion a month. Just keep going over there. Oh my goodness! And we have Mitch McConnell to thank for it. Oh my God! Yeah, we can't we can't get FEMA over to, uh, <laughs> to Ohio, but <laughs> right, right, just a disgrace. Um, like, you would think that, you know, look at somebody like Ron DeSantis and the way that he has handled you, uh, hurricanes hitting Florida. And, you know, he's, he's the only one that I've ever seen that's been competent at emergency relief efforts. And right. you'd think that somebody like DeWine, is, I, I get that he's a dweeb, but right. uh, you'd think that he look at somebody who's successful and say, hey, maybe uh, that's what I should employ here. <laughs> yeah, well, Mike DeWine, as you said, is, uh, what was the text you sent? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you saw it, because uh, <laughs> you didn't reply, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I said that he's the vasectomy of Republican. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't really explain that. I'm not, I'm not sure I understand what that means either, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Well, I know some men get vasectomies after they're they're done having kids, and but yeah, it's not exactly the most uh, 
There's not a lot of male virility there, let's put it that way. <laughs> no, there's not. I've uh, taken the stinger out of the bee. Yeah. <laughs> He's a eunuch. <laughs> not quite that bad, but... <laughs> Yeah, he's, he sucks. Well, let's hope we don't go to the war with Russia, but that's just insane that we blew up their pipeline, lied about it, and I mean, just talk about playing with fire. So, Yeah. Um, well, speaking of politics, Gary, uh, Garrick, uh, <laughs> Nikki Haley has announced that she's running for president of the United States. Yay. <laughs> we need a woman in the White House. Takes a woman, takes a boss in heels. <laughs> Anyway, she came out and made her announcement, and she did take shots at both Trump and DeSantis, basically implying Trump's too old, and then said Ron DeSantis didn't go far enough in his don't say gay bill in Florida. And, um, oh, she said he didn't go far enough? didn't go far enough. Huh. Which was kind of an interesting criticism, because we know Nikki Haley's on the side of the left and that gay stuff anyway, I think. But. Yeah, I think... I mean, we all know she would she would right. go that far. <laughs> um, so she's come up from time to time. I don't think either one of us take her seriously. Um, does she have a role to play at all? I I don't think so. I, <laughs> you know, she's somebody that at one time I I liked, and then you know, yeah. see her kind of like. Uh, go with the establishment a bit. I think she she appeared to do a fine job as a UN secretary. Um, she seemed to employ the America First agenda fine. Of course, even then, it's like, well, yeah, what wouldn't you just do what the president who nominated you for that position would right. want you to do? So I, I don't really know what cabinet positions like what those things really mean right. uh, <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah I, I think uh, you know I, I think there are definitely worse people on the Republican side but I can't imagine that she's going to make any headway yeah someone had said Nikki Haley is running for vice president right she wants to I guess be with DeSantis or Trump on the ticket yeah I don't think either one of them would choose her at least I hope they don't <laughs> Yeah, doesn't seem likely. Yeah. Did uh, you see uh, Don Lemon? What he said? Yes. Yeah, he was uh, very uh, misogynistic. Yeah, so Don Lemon, host of CNN, said that Nikki Haley not in her prime. And then he said, you know, he was with those two female co hosts. Right. And, uh, you know, he tried to generalize that, saying women uh, are not. In their prime after you know their 40s right 20s 30s and 40s and uh is he gay yeah he is yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah of course you know people kind of pointed that out but uh <laughs> but yeah poppy harlow mm. was on there and she definitely took exception <laughs> And it was a little bit painful to watch. I, I usually don't watch uh, you know, mainstream folks, but I was like, I, I got to see this. It's pretty enjoyable. Poppy Harlow, wow. Uh, well, the other funny thing was that I guess some of these New York Times left-wing folks are like, Nikki Haley's a white supremacist. And it's like, well, she's 
our family was Indian. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess at this point, anybody who's Republican is a white supremacist, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think her real name is like Namrata or something. Yeah, Nambadi or yeah, yeah. So, well, I will not be voting for Nikki Haley in a Republican primary. I can assure you that. Yeah. I'd... Sure that we wouldn't have the opportunity anyway. <laughs> I'm thinking she'll be out by that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and speaking of politics, it's not officially up, but do you remember Marie Williamson, the spiritual ah. guru? She says she might be challenging Joe Biden. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, she's a new ager. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess somebody has to. Uh, I don't think she's going to do much, but okay. She's like the Nikki Haley of the left. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although I do remember Bill Maher liking her. He was, uh, wasn't he mocking her, sort of, though? Okay, maybe. Uh, I can't remember. Well, I don't know. It seemed like he was okay. kind of... Uh, he, he agreed with a lot of pol- political things that she said. All right. Of course, you know, you listen to the conservative people, they think that uh, Bill Maher's been red-pilled. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I won't go that far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once Trump left, he was didn't have Trump derangement anymore, so he was a little bit better, but he's still not someone that we should... No. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, speaking of red pill, Garrick, Damar Hamlin, who we spoke about on the last podcast, he was asked in an interview... <laughs> Do you know why you have cardiac arrest? And he said, I think it's something with long lines of, I prefer not to go there or something like that. Yeah, it seemed like quite the uh, the, the hesitation, quite the delay. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that tells us everything we need to know, right? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, I did see, some, there's this guy, Stu Peters. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, but um, he's... he's uh, He's kind of out there, okay. Um, but he, he, he has quite a few followers on uh, Twitter. But yeah, he has said that uh, in saying that he's like they're they're mocking us because uh, he, um, you know, they could have obviously left that out. That right. It was edited anyway. They could have right. left that out of the interview. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's a mocking thing. It could be like let's say Demar Hamlin had said, "Yeah, you know what? I think it's because I got my booster shots." Do you think they would let that air? Uh, no. no. So that's <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like okay, it's edited. So I mean, he couldn't. He also could have said, "Oh well, you know, the doctor said I had some pre-birth condition that I didn't know about, or something." You know, he could have made something up like that. Or you could have just gone with the narrative of the... Oh, the hit to the... Yeah, the commotion of something, whatever. I've seen a lot of hits in football. That was not the worst by any stretch of the imagination. No, especially when you just stand right back up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... We'll see. Uh, The other thing with DeMar Hamlin, I don't know if you saw him, he was at the Super Bowl. I did. And he was wearing a jacket that depicted the cross with, like, it was sort of a deformed cross with, I think it was like a Spongebob character on the cross, some weird thing like that. Uh, well, it, yeah, it was supposed to be an artistic rendering of uh, Jesus. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so there was that. And then I think also on 
the back there was just a face of Jesus. Well, that rendering of him. Yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely not uh, the way that you should uh, depict the Son of God. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and Adrian Peterson, former NFL player, uh, called Damar Hamlin out, had a phone call yeah. with him, yeah. and gave him, gave him the business. Damar Hamlin then apologized. Yeah. He did. Um, a really bizarre... I'm not into fashion, obviously, but really, I would never choose to wear anything like that, ever. No, um, and I, I know we, we can't, we, we can't be objective about art, you know, it's, <laughs> it's um, even though art used to be good and now it's bad, um, right. but, you know, here, here's, I think, a good test for blasphemy. If you would not say it or depict your say to your mother about your mother or depict your mother in that way, you mm. probably shouldn't right. do that with God. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's a good way to think about it. And I have a feeling that DeMar Hamlin probably would not depict his mom in that weird artistic right. way. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Well, speaking of uh, religion, there's a man by the name of Brother Nathaniel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Quite the character. Yes, he is. Brother Nathaniel. For those of you who are wondering, you can go to YouTube and go to... You can type in Brother Nathaniel, or I believe his channel name is Brother with Bible. He has an interesting story, Garrick. He was a former Jew who, was, I guess, came from a very religious family. And uh, I guess, as he would say, he saw the light and converted to Christianity. He became a monk in the Russian Orthodox Church. Yeah. Which that in itself is interesting. We'll have to do a podcast on it someday. And <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while since we've done that. Yes, it has been a while. Yeah. Well, anyway, he dresses up in, in monk garb. He's got a big white beard. He's got the hat, and he's got the, you know, the crucifix necklace. Yep. And he has a very unique presentation. But he, uh, the, the point is he, he's on the street a lot, and he has signs, and... He's jumping around and he's talking to people, and hmm. I guess my point is: Do you think that that's persuasive? Uh, that sort of bringing people to to Christ and, and that sort of manner of sort of doing that street street type of act. Uh, um. Well, I I haven't watched any of those. I I only watched the one video you sent me. Yeah. I would I would say that. Um. um I go for the Ray Comfort form of uh, street evangelism, which is to try to strike up a conversation with starting from the uh, the natural to and move on to the spiritual, um, and probably try to look as normal as possible. <laughs> but he does not look normal. Yeah, no. <laughs> then again, I don't know where he lives. Do you know where he lives? He the last I heard, he was in the Rocky Mountain areas in Colorado. Okay, so that's that explains why I had that background. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, did, I didn't want to assume that, uh, you know, he lived there when in reality he lived in uh, Mississippi oh, or okay. something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, I think um, 
Yeah, a lot of people do drugs in the Rocky Mountains, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're insinuating you're doing drugs. (laughs) Well, maybe it's just appealing to that type. Okay, uh, all right, okay, okay. (laughs) Yes, yeah. um, Well, yeah, he's an interesting character, entertaining character. Also, though, I want to ask you this. He... The Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh yeah, says that he's a uh, right-wing extremist and he's a Holocaust denier, uh, allegedly. Mm-hmm. I did see, I think, one video where he was sort of insinuating that the co- concentration camps were really work camps, and that the reason all the people died in those camps was because the U.S. was bombing Germany, and therefore Germany couldn't get any food or supplies over to those camps. So that's why. <laughs> so that's why the people starved to death, which I think is obviously wrong. <laughs> but I guess my point is, like, someone could be really wrong about that, but they can be right about other things. You know, he like he could be really right on theology, but be so anti-Semitic. You know, can those can we balance that? Like, should we still listen to what he has to say, or because he's wacky on this one issue, we kind of have to ignore him? Um. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should do a, a podcast on Russian Orthodox. Yeah, uh, you know, it's um, my understanding of it is that it, in addition to grace, it's also a works-based religion. So mm-hmm. you know, you have to do certain things to win favor with God, which is not biblical. Um, so I would say <laughs> that uh, it's best not to listen to Brother Nathaniel. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> as, and, uh, you know, as for anti-Semitic <laughs> stuff, uh, you know, <laughs> no, I don't think that you can be a Christian and be anti-Semitic. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, the, the whole Holocaust-denying thing, yeah, I'm somebody, I'm, I'm very open to conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm... I'd be willing to listen to what people have to say on it. Honestly, I'll listen to you for three hours to talk <laughs> about it. Um, and, but I think that's a stretch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's, I, I actually once watched a Netflix documentary about uh, flat earthers. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. How was that? Uh, yeah, so I was, I was watching it like, oh, come on, you know, I, I, I want to be uh, converted to this type yeah. of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd love to be, to believe that, you know, we've been fed this lie. And uh, by the end of it, I was like, yeah, well, that was not very compelling. <laughs> so, so, yeah, well. so um, anyway, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. Well, that is uh, that's quite the conversation. I'm I'm sure that brother Nathaniel would have some words for you, Garrick, if he heard our podcast. But uh, anyway, we'll have to do we'll have to do next time on the Russian Orthodox Church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk a little football, Garrick. We just had the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it was a good game. The Eagle, the Chiefs, won in the end. 38-35, but there was a penalty at the end of the game that 
allowed the Chiefs to run out the clock when they really shouldn't have been running out the clock, and it kind of didn't allow the Eagles to get the ball back with any time, and it just took all the air out of the game. Uh, the, 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 the controversy is some people said, well, if there's a penalty, you have to call the penalty. It doesn't matter what time of game it is. I said, listen, these referees have to have situational awareness. They have to know it's the last drive of the fourth quarter. You didn't call it the whole game, but now you're going to call it, you know, now. Yeah. And it's so which side do you sort of land on here? You know, in theory, you know, I, I believe that a penalty should be called. In theory, I believe that a non penalty should be called mm-hmm. or, sh- or should not be called. So <clears throat> now that's theory. That's obviously. Um, you could have you could have two referees w- look at something and come to different conclusions. Um, right. That's in real, and then you know, of course you have real time decision making. And I I say to myself that that's that's just the reality. You have to you have to call. You have to decide: Are you going to call it every time, or are you going to? Yeah, situational right. awareness. I mean, right. Um, you you have you have all these. This is the most watched sporting event. This right. is the most you know. You have tons of betting going on on this. Mm-hmm. You need to, that ending could have been so much more compelling. Right. Um, and and like I said, if it were a if it were an obvious penalty, then you got to call it. This one's like, okay, he's grabbed his jersey a little bit, had no bearing on his ability to catch it. Right. You know, the right. ball was overthrown. Right. Um, it, didn't, it didn't appear to slow down his momentum. Right. So it, it, it ultimately didn't have any effect on how the play would have ended up. I think you have to let that go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And... Uh... Just like as you mentioned, the betting, like you're watching the game and you got money on one side or the other, and the game is decided by a penalty. Like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> just nuts. So, and that's always the thing in the playoffs and the Super Bowl. They don't call many penalties, and it's like, why can't you do that in the regular season? But, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, the refs are betting on that too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations to the Chiefs. Andy Reid now is probably going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And that's something. Yeah. There was a time when I didn't think that would be possible. Uh, he's Mormon. Yes. Looks like he's lost some weight. Um, I think yeah. he looked better when he was fat. Yeah, I think people, when they lose weight and they get older, like that combination is like, ooh. Yeah, it's like, you know, all the loose skin yeah. and stuff. Yeah, well, it makes it's, you look older. Yeah, it's not good. It's, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he, uh, 64 years old, says he wants to keep coaching, so he might be around for another 20 years. Can you imagine that, like, <laughs> I don't know, to get up every day and yeah. keep... That's a lot of work, being a head coach in the NFL. Yeah, and he's not in good physical shape, so... No. Oh, well, he's no. never been, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he must just really like football, I don't know. <laughs> Well, just some interesting stories from Super Bowl week. Um, back in 1993, Emmett Smith was in a contract dispute with Jerry Jones. Hmm. And he 
called Don Shula, the Miami Dolphins. This is Emmett Smith, and said, uh, "I'm going to come to Miami. Just give me a contract. I'll sign with the Dolphins. I want to play with Marino." Emmett Smith was from Florida. Okay. And uh, Don Shula said, "Well, uh, I don't want to mess up the chemistry of our team here, so I'm not going to offer you a contract." Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then of course Emmett resigned with Dallas. Yeah, won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don Shula. Well, we don't always make the right decisions, but... <laughs> one of the best running backs in history. And <laughs> yeah. You're going to mess up the chemistry here. The chemistry of not going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Derek, another guy who popped up during a Super Bowl week was Joe Montana. There was a ESPN piece on him that he kind of insinuated he doesn't like Tom Brady and Joe Montana's family member said that it bothers Joe secretly that people say Tom Brady's the best of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> and, you know, of course it's why Joe Montana cares, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like... You know, you you got nothing else going on in your life. You're worried about what people say on TV that Tom Brady was better than you. Like you, you were playing when he was even born yet. Like I yeah, know. I know. Did you think that you were going to be the best forever? <laughs> and you've had plenty of years watching his career to right come to grips with the fact that he <laughs> broke all of your records. And right. <laughs> yeah, it's. He apparently these guys even Montana just hyper competitive to the point where if they were playing you in just any type of game they would like really want to beat you. Yeah, I don't understand that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not a very competitive person. <laughs> but again, I'm not very good at anything. So. <laughs> well, you're good at eating. About competitive eating, you could. Well, that's true. <laughs> but even that, I've slowed down on. I, I'm not what I used to be. No. Yeah, we're not. We're getting older, just like Joe Montana got older. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I think that just about wraps up all of our topics this week, and we will be back next time. I think it is time. Maybe we go back to a religion podcast. We'll have to put that on the agenda. I think. Okay. Well, you let uh, me know what you want to discuss, because <laughs> I'll have to do some. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm, I guess we could see if there's a documentary in the Russian Orthodox Church, but hey, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody must have made it, or we yeah. could just watch Brother Nathaniel videos and respond to that. <laughs> Probably gives you a good enough flavor. <laughs> <laughs> there's also in uh, Myrtle Beach, where my parents live. There's a Greek Orthodox Church, which yeah, I don't know how different or similar they all are. Yeah, I think uh, Eastern Orthodox. Churches are all pretty similar. Yeah. Um, and, and they're ultimately very similar to Roman Catholicism, but they're... They, they don't follow the Pope. Right. It's a separate... I guess they have their own person, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, they don't, uh, they don't get much much discussion. Yeah, yeah. I just... Uh, I just know the Russian Orthodox, at least all the images I see, they all have those big beards, which is pretty intimidating. Yeah, they have that. Uh, a lot of icon, iconoclasm mm -hmm. going on. Uh, mm -hmm. 
It's a very ornate religion. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really fascinating. We get them like in the room with the Westboro Baptist Church, and oh, the Westboros would not like that. <laughs> I can attest to that. Believe me. <laughs> Maybe throw in the uh, Anglican or whatever. I don't know. That'd be kind of interesting. So, yeah, the uh, the Episcopal, the Church of England. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they're they like the gays. Yeah, well, everyone does nowadays, Eric. Yeah. I, honestly, I because you know it was just uh, a couple weeks ago that I guess that they passed you know the well they support gay marriage same sex marriage and I right. um, that I, that was total news to me. I thought that they had already done that a few years ago. But yeah, it must be a different branch. Maybe I don't know. It, it's probably one of those things like they've all been doing it, but yeah. they actually put forward a, an official thing. Right. All right. So, uh, all right. Well, with that, please comment on the show. Have any comments for us? We'll read them live the next time we do the podcast. And I think we are ready to rock. So we will see you on the next show. Okay.